Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hey, beautiful. Welcome back to the show. I feel like it's been a little while since I released an episode, but I'm very excited for this one with my client, Julia Martin. She is currently inside the cohort. So it's funny because she originally came into my world. She'd heard me on a podcast. She invited me to be on her podcast. Um, I can't even remember when. Oh, but you know what? The episode dropped the struggle story now is the replay of my podcast episode with her on her show. So you can go back and check out prior shows if you're interested in that. And that is truly how we how we found each other. And then after we recorded the episode, um, she reached out to me and wanted to work together. And she had a vision. And her vision was to become a manifestation coach. She had been working in the corporate world, never been a coach before. So like most women was kind of scared with the like, Oh, can I do this? I'm excited about it, but can I do it? And she did it and she went all in and she paid in full. And inside of this episode, she shares how she called in 12 K in those first couple months in a brand new business. And then she recently told me she signed a few more clients. (laughs) So She's been in the cohort for three months. She's not even finished the container yet and has closed 18K in business in her first three months in business. And I'm just so fucking here for it because you know how I'm always talking about how business does not need to be a struggle. It does not need to be stressful. It does not need to be crazy. Money does not need to uh, take a hundred years. And I'm just so about building the business in this feminine way, right? Obviously with the masculine structure to support you and really just learning how to follow your own flow. Because when we spend all of our time in our businesses trying to do what we see working for somebody else, like it's stressful and you can't really get sustained results that way. And especially if you want your business to actually feel good. And obviously I teach business strategy. I know a lot of different business strategies, even ones that I don't use, but I have my clients use when it's aligned for them. Like it's such a benefit of working with me is that I am so well-versed. I'm going to have 15 years of sales and marketing experience prior to this business. And then obviously in scaling my coaching business to six figure months in two years, like I fucking get it, you know? And I've helped so many women who are so different in their desires and what they do and how they want to run their business and what is sustainable for their energy. And yeah, I take a lot of pride in being able to actually help you arrive in a way that's going to work for you. And that's why you see results like Julia's where she's done 18K in three months, because there's not like this forced way of doing things. It was about helping her get into alignment what with what is going to work for her while obviously supporting her with messaging, packaging, branding, you know, all the juicy businessy things. And then because it's me, of course, in the cohort, we do a lot of 
energetic work and work around money and work around our confidence, right? And work around our authenticity and tr- truly showing up in, in full power so that we can actually attract the clients and attract the money and really be building businesses in this new way where you're no longer like killing yourself to be successful because whew, I'm not here for that. And I think enough of us experience that in our prior lifetimes in corporate or even doing entrepreneurship in ways that just were not aligned and were not sustainable. So the go all in sale for the cohort is back. I am so excited. I love this container. This is truly my signature program. It's supported so many women and early bird is now open. Early bird is going to close end of day, Friday, the 12th. And I suggest you jump in now and you're going to say 444. When you pay in full, you will also receive four months inside of the container versus three. You'll receive an Akashic business reading and clearing and two private sessions with me. Normally a private session with me alone would cost 1333. And then when you join on the payment plan, you are going to receive the painful bonus of four months inside the container. And then you'll also receive one private session with me. And of course, we have all of our digital content, all the live coaching. It's so juicy. It's so multidimensional. It is built for the woman here to have it all. So head to my sales page on my website, jocelynkillery.com to apply. Of course, you can always shoot me a DM as well. I can't wait for this next round of women. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, and I've, I say this all the time with the cohort. Um, you are able to join now as long as you join. Well, if you want to be on an early bird before the end of the day on the 12th, and if you want to be in um, before enrollment closes, I haven't decided when it's closing yet, you can join now as long as you do so before enrollment closes. And you can make the start date be whatever you desire for it to be. Let's say you're, I don't know, wanting to start in January, although I don't know why you wouldn't just start now. (laughs) But like, I don't know, sometimes people have life things going on. They're closing out other containers, et cetera. So as long as you make your first payment on time or pay in full on time, then you can select your start date and I'm happy to accommodate you that way. So I'm going to let you get to the episode. It's such a vibe and I will see you soon. Julia, how are you? Hello, I am doing so great. How are you, Jocelyn? I'm amazing. I'm so happy to have you here today. Um, It's really interesting because I feel like our little ways that we connected have just been very kismet. I think that originally you heard me on Seth Caldwell's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Manifest This? I think she switched her business. Manifest Her? Oh, manifest her. Exactly. Yeah. Manifest her. Manifest her. Got it. Yeah. Um, and then you invited me onto your podcast. Yes. Cause I was like, this woman is incredible. There's something that like through that podcast, I was like, I remember exactly what I was, it was like 8 PM or something. And I, the kids had just gone to bed and I was listening to the podcast and you while I was like doing dishes and I kept stopping and being like, I, I like, I love this person. Like, I don't know it, but you, the energy was literally palpable. It was just like coming through the speakers of my phone. I'm like, I need to talk to her and bring her onto my podcast. 
And I loved being on your podcast. And there's some people who are just so good at like asking all the juicy questions and making everyone comfortable. I don't know. I just loved that conversation so much that I put it on my show. Yeah, I as know. Well. Um, and then I was led to actually listen to, so I obviously wanted to get to know you better before being yeah. on your show. And I listened to an episode that you did with your husband around manifesting your dream life together. And obviously there are pieces around how you manifested him as usual with men. He manifested you less intentionally, but he yes. said, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, woman preach like everything that you were saying around like because I've always been oh this is what really got me because I you know how I'm of this belief in all areas of life that life just gets to be better and better yes me too yes and so while I can be living proof of that you know in my in my business and my personal life etc I haven't yet been able to show the world through my partnership right So I believe it and I hold that value and like, that's how it's going to be happening. But like for me being my own walking testimonial, like, but obviously I have it with clients who've improved their relationships or called someone in, et cetera. But what I love is, so I don't talk about it that much yet. Right. Cause that's not what I'm doing at the moment is coming though, ladies, don't you? Oh yeah. Um, I can't wait because I have so much to say about love always, but I just love having like the rubber having met the road already before we go there. But anyway, but what you said and you were walking proof of inside of your own romantic relationship is this doesn't need to be a place of quote unquote hard work. Like, oh, there's so much. I just have to talk about this, even though it's totally separate from what we're talking about today, but it must be related. Someone needs to hear this because it's on my heart strongly. Like, there's so much programming, even in the spiritual community around what relationships are intended to look like. And I'm like, they're not a dumping ground for sorting out your trauma. No, it's the opposite. Like that's how I feel. And so many people want to live out all their trauma, all their stuff. Like, why is that what you want? Like it can actually... I'm not saying no challenges, but I really feel like it can be way lighter than I'm like, or I can just sort myself out and like call him in from a more aligned place. And like, there's so many types of soulmates. Maybe I don't need to call in the one where the whole walk is going to be like the trauma exploration. What about the one who's just, you know, helping me move forward and it feels lighter and it's joyful and it's it's my safe place. And you created that, right? You have that inside of your marriage. And I just really want women to hear this because people are also staying in unaligned relationships thinking that like, it's supposed to be hard. I'm like, or it's not your person. Right. And it's a, it's a defense mechanism too. Most women will say, oh yeah, well, it's supposed to be hard. And that just makes them feel better because they're in a relationship that's not working. Yeah. And yeah, I've always had the belief that the relationship, the love, the marriage, that should be the thing that that's like the easiest part of your life that kind of like is the safety net, is the thing that propels all of your inspiration and ideas. And like, I don't want that to be hard. I want that to be flowy and juicy and like just supportive of me and our family like that. I, yeah, I, I just, I don't, 
believe the whole like marriage is hard work and you've got to work through challenges and yeah, there's things that come up, but it's, it's like, it's not, it's, it's just like with a friendship, it's like, you don't want to work at a friendship. No. You want support and love from friends. Totally. So I just love, love, love. (laughs) Can't love it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it also really like plays into manifestation, which is you, you create your own life and you create what you want through your thoughts and your actions and your beliefs. And if you want a marriage and a relationship that is full of love and not, doesn't have all this like ups and downs and like drama and issues and hard work. And like, you can create that by one, like believing that you're going to find that partner that has all of those qualities and wants to build that life with you. But every day, like my thoughts are that my relationship is easy and the love we have keeps growing and life is an adventure. And like, that is what is creating the adventure in our life and showing gratitude and showing gratitude together. And I think that was the the gist of the podcast that my husband and I did was like the, the fact that together we show so much gratitude every day for the life that we're building for our kids, for the adventures. And like to do that with someone who's on the same page, it does just to your point earlier, like it keeps getting better and better and better. I love this. And so I, that really rang true with me and my belief system as well. And so there was that and I was like, yum. And then we did our episode together on your show. And then you reached out about the cohort. Yeah. And it's been, you're not even finished yet. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like in it. And I, we just got the November class schedule. I just put all of the dates into my calendar and I'm so excited. Yay. And like already so much magic has happened and I love it for you. Um, and so I just want to talk about that and share yeah. that. So everyone else who's interested in this container, this is kind of my like, what do you call it? It's like my bread and butter container. You know what I mean? It's the one that's been in the business for the most amount of time. And so many women have been through it with such great success. And yeah. I just love sharing the stories because you know how one of my main messages is business doesn't need to be so hard either. Yes. Yes. Making money does not need to take a hundred years. And I feel like I've always felt that, right? I'm walking proof of it. So many of my clients are, but I think that people feel like it's a fantasy and it's, and it's not because there's so much, again, like there's programming around relationship programming and the online space around what your first year has to look like, what your first year yeah. is so hard, so complicated, 10,000 strategies. Like it's, it's so tiring that most people probably don't want to be an entrepreneur right. <laughs> because they're like, do I have to do all those things? Even though their heart wants to, it's like, you're tired before you get started. And I refuse to play in that paradigm, which is part of why I'm here today. And so you have obviously had great success with the work. And I, before we even get there, I would love to, well, one, can you, because I didn't even fully introduce you. Sorry. I like, no, I mean, so well, I just start talking. No, I I mean, introduce yourself. Yeah. Okay. So, so actually this is like one of the first times I'm going to introduce myself as like my new title and my new business. Cause this is all still like pretty fresh. Um, but I am a manifestation and business coach. Um, I am, 
I say that kind of with hesitancy because I'm still technically employed at Twitter and I will be through the end of the year. Um, but that's a whole nother story, but I've, this is like me becoming a coach and a manifestation coach. So much of it, I really credit to you, Jocelyn. And I'm not just saying that, um, after I interviewed you and in our interview, this is also, by the way, really related to the relationship piece, but we were talking about, I think the title of the podcast episode was, um, drop this, drop the struggle story and find success now. And, um, in the back of my head, and I've been in ad tech, I've been at Google and Twitter, and I've been doing this like sales business development kind of role for well over a decade now. And, um, you know, and it's something that I manifested. Like I thought, you know, graduating from college that success is getting a job at Google. I literally like, that's what I thought was like the kind of the pinnacle of like, you've made it. And, and you're in the Bay Area. So. And I was in the Bay Area. And I'm from yeah. Chicago, and I'm just like, <laughs> and that's just like, to me, you know, the programming. And so okay. um, I learned what manifestation was. I read all the literature. This is at a time where I was in a dead end job. I had gotten laid off, laid off three times over the course of a year and a half right after college. Like it was bumpy ride. Like it was just, I didn't know who I was. I was doing the whole, I was living in LA and I was doing the whole kind of partying and like, you know, thought that the like Hollywood was cool, but really just didn't know like what I wanted or who I was and, um, and kept getting laid off. And now I know that a lot of it was because like, I'm sending these mixed messages to the universe. Like, what do I want to do this? That, what? I'm all over the place. Um, was totally unfocused. And then um, I discovered what manifestation was. I read a book by Mike Dooley called um, Infinite Possibilities. And then I read The Secret. And then I just like got obsessed with it because everything fully resonated. Because I remember in high school, I would write down all my goals, whether they were grades or like wanting a guy to like me or like, you know, wanted the new pair of sneakers. And like, they would always come true. And I knew that there was more to just me being a good goal, like goal setter, goal yeah. setter. I knew there was something else at play because I would literally, I would write down these goals and then every few days I would look at them and I would think of like, at the time I didn't know what I was doing, but I was visualizing them happening. Mm-hmm. And, I love that. Um, I have a client in Feminine Magic and Many of the Mastermind. And just, she told me, we were recently talking about her next level of visions. And she was like, I'm going to, draw my manifestation, my vision board. I was like, well, that's a vibe. Like I haven't done that yet. Yeah. And she was like, well, I did it when I was 19 and everything happened. Yeah. No, it is incredible. Like it is like manifestation and the ideas behind, like it, it works it and it, work. it all really comes down to belief. And right. in high school with all the goals that I would say, I like, I visualize and I'd focus, but I also in the back of my head, like, I just believed that they would all happen. Um, and it was the same, like I wanted to go to Duke and I just like, I pictured myself at Duke, like I really just deeply visualizing everything from sitting in the lecture halls and I would put myself in front of like, you know, the Duke chapel and stuff. And and I got in and I really think it was because of this. So went through this like very lost stage um, in my early twenties. And then discovered what manifestation was, what the secret was and realized, oh, that I had been doing that before. Let me try this and let me manifest a job at Google. And 
Um, this is again, after I'd been laid off three times and had no experience. It, my resume was, I mean, no one should have hired me, but I was like, I'm going to do it. And I did all the visualization and I pictured myself like riding the colorful bikes. I took inspired action. I emailed people that I knew that like, even just had like friends of friends at Google. I just did everything and I focused and I got the job. I always manifested my full-time jobs also. I don't really fully know that's what I was doing at the time, but I did all those. That's interesting. I was doing it too. Yeah. Like, and it's, it, it comes down to being focused, intentional, um, really having the belief and visualizing, which I think visualizing is just so key. I was Um, listening to, and then we'll go back. Yeah, no. Talking to you, but I was listening. Do you know Mark? What's his last name? Wolin. I'm always referencing his work. He wrote that book. It didn't start with you about like generational trauma and how we inherit it. No, I don't know that. Really interesting. So anyway, it's about generational trauma. And I was listening to this podcast episode with him the other night and he was talking about the power of visualization. Mm -hmm. and in relationship to even healing our trauma. And I was like, huh, I wonder what else he has to say. Like, I'm a big proponent of like getting into the feelings of what you desire, et cetera. Like when I wanted to move to New York, when it didn't look possible, right? Like I I still came and I visited, like, you know, doing all the things, vibes. And he was saying, I thought this was so powerful that even for something that can feel as like deep as our trauma, he was like, your subconscious brain does not know the difference between a real event right. and one that we just like kind of manufactured. So he was talking about, and this makes sense, right? When I think about, I know we're not doing as much like of the energy work and that kind of stuff in the cohort, but just when I was thinking about that part of my business overall in my life, and you're just talking about the same thing for yourself, it was like, oh, like this is why when you do that practice, like every day, the things will come, whether it's like, the person who helps you get there or the person right. the investment that helps you clear up the things so you can get there or it just lands, like whatever it is, you get put, you get moved down the path. Yeah. And he was talking about like basically helping people like recreate these entire experiences ju- through visualization and feelings to heal. Yeah. And wow. I was like, yes, this is yeah. the way. Like it doesn't have to take forever. Your, no. Our brains are so in a good way, you know, Tough because we were easily programmed, but also fantastic because we can easily trick ourselves out of it. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's like I the whole idea of neuroplasticity and and like really like rewiring your brain. Like this isn't some like, you know, concept, like spiritual con- like this is science. Like it, you can actually see the brain change yeah. as you change your thoughts and focus on what you want. Um but yeah, no. So I, I had, I started manifesting and like everything, like when it, it kind of came up with my own process and, uh, it was like everything that I wrote down would happen and right. manifested Alex, my husband, and this move, moved to LA, a career at Twitter, like doing what I thought I wanted to do, which is lead agency development. And, um, and got the house and the Palisades, which I loved. And then all of a sudden, I just, um, I realized, well, something happened and, uh, in in November of 2020. I got laid off from Twitter. Well, I was almost laid off. But what happened is I'm like, well, I'm not getting laid off. I'm on mater- maternity leave with my third. 
baby at the time. And I'm like, well, I need to, I need to work at Twitter. Like this isn't an option. So I got rehired before my employment ended. Um, but it, it was that moment where I'm like, is this even what I want to do with my life? Like I, like I, I manifested back my career, but it was a moment of like, I need to think about what, what I actually want, which is like, what is aligned with the core of who I am and my authentic self. And I remember sitting with Alex and I had wanted to start a podcast forever. And I wanted a podcast to be about finding your purpose because I didn't have a purpose. And I was like, maybe if I just interview a bunch of people who have like found their purpose, it, like, yeah. it will help yeah. me figure it out. Inspired um, action. Yeah. Even when you don't know what you're doing, what it's right, for. Right. So I, I bought all this stuff. I like, and, but it was in November of 2020 when I got rehired at Twitter that I was sitting with Alex. I'm like, he's like, well, you're so obsessed with all this manifestation stuff. And you're, you could talk about it for hours and hours. Like, why don't you do something about that? And I'm like, well, yeah, but who's going to want to listen to me talk about manifestation? And like, they're going to think I'm like some like weird, you know, hippie that's like believes in all this like magic. And he's like, well, maybe there's like a way to, I don't know. So anyway, I wrote my, my first two episodes with a one month old, still on maternity leave, took a podcasting course. And I like loved every moment of it and, um, put out my first two episodes, like just kind of into the ether. I had no idea like who would listen and all of a sudden I'm looking at like, people are listening. I'm like, well, how are they finding this thing? I didn't even have social the media. The podcast <laughs> algorithm is wild. We don't yeah. know how it works, but like, thank God. Cause it's I know. <laughs> I know. No, it's crazy. But so I started talking about manifestation and I started interviewing manifestation coaches. Um, everybody was like, so excited about what I was doing. And I cannot tell you, Jocelyn, like when I started actually like getting some momentum and, and interviewing people, it was like, I would, and then I went back to work. I was, it was almost like taking drugs or something. Like I would be so lit up. I would then like do an interview, go back into work and like go on a sales call and just crush it because I was just like in that energy of, of alignment and feeling good. And it was like, everything started working. And like, I was manifesting more for myself and we were just in such a good place. And I realized, okay, this is what I want to do. And then I found you and I interviewed you and we talked about, um, so at this time, at the time I was like, well, I would love to be a man, but like a coach, but coaches don't really make any money, old programming. I'm like, well, and you know, in order for me to make a lot of money, I have to stay in ad tech in this career that I've sort of pigeonholed myself in because that's the only way I'm going to make multiple six figures. Like I just, I didn't, I, I didn't know. And, um, and then I, I, I heard your podcast on, on Steph Caldwell's, um, or your episode, and then had you on, we talked about like how it doesn't have to be hard. And that was one of the things that like, I just so fundamentally believe, which is like going back to the relationship, relationships shouldn't be hard. Like I didn't want to start a business that was going to be hard. I didn't want to, I did not want the struggle story to be mine. Like I just wanted it to be easy and fun. And of course, like challenging. And I'm not talking like challenging is different than hard. And hard. I, yeah. it's a different energy, right? There's like it's growth, right? Yeah. We know there's going to be growth. Yeah. Um it's very different energy. Yeah. Totally. And then I just like after I interviewed you, I 
just was like, I, there's something about this woman that I respect so much that I feel like, and I still didn't at this time realize how much you could make as a coach, but I was like, if you're doing it, like, I want to maybe do it. Like there was was (laughs) something that I wanted to emulate. Um, and then I started following you like, and, and going back in and looking at all the stuff that you had done. And then I, I saw that, okay, you can actually make really good money as a coach. And it was kind of one of those moments where I'm, and I, and I messaged you, I'm like, I think I, I want to do the cohort, but I don't have a business. Like I'm just doing this podcast on the side. And you're like, look, you have this waiting energy right now. It's like, when is it going to be the right time? And I was like, you're right. Like if I, and then you also said, by the way, this is the perfect time because you can leverage like having this full-time job as the security while you build this out slowly. And I was just like, I was going to kind of wait. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what am I waiting for? What am I waiting for? And there wasn't anything. It was like, I know that this is the thing that lights me up. I know I want to help people. I know that if I were able to really teach manifestation in the way that I've learned about it and all the experiences I've had and stuff that I've read and I know it works, if I can help people change their life and just be happier through this, like that's the life I want to live. I don't, I don't want to be in ad tech. Like that's not, that's not the legacy I'm going to leave. And that's not how I want to inspire, you know, people, my own children, the next generation, like the, just, I started realizing like I had been playing small. And so I decided, and I remember I I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I talked to Alex and I talked to my parents too. And they're like, do it. Let's, let's see. And they're, they were very supportive, even though they're, you know, more conservative and I wouldn't say old school, but like all, like everything that I was doing was like, what, what is this? Like, what, what are you trying, like, what business is, are you trying to, like, they didn't even know about coaching really. Um, but I decided and I emailed you and I'm like, I'm going to pay in full. I'm going to just like commit to this thing. And I emailed you. And I remember saying in my email, um, cause I, I always do this thing where I, pretend I'm like in the future. It's a visual form of visualization where I'm pretending I'm in the future. And I remember the moment as like my future self. And I was writing this email to you and I was thinking about my future self, like in five years, remembering the moment of writing this email when everything changed and, and it did. And like Jocelyn, like the last, so I guess we, I started in the cohort in what? Was it August? I think I, I, Yeah, we didn't, I didn't start until September. September, I think you, well, you joined during the go all and sell in July. Okay. Okay. So then I started in August. In July. Oh, and then I was like, you can start whenever you want. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's what happened. So I know you paid in July and then, because you wanted to wait a few months and then you came back and you're like, actually just kidding. I want to start now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, great. So what happened was like, I was um, doing the podcast, which was taking up you know, a few hours a week. And I'm like, am I going to have time to do anything else? But I started just 
making things a lot more streamlined with the pod. Like I was only recording on Wednesdays and then I was like doing the, you know, the editing on Fridays and then publishing the next week. And I'm like, I have time for, for like maybe taking on a client and just seeing if anyone is interested. And so I signed up with you. Um, and then I think it was like two weeks later, I'm like, I was just like sitting, having a glass of wine at the Palisades Village by myself. And I was just feeling like really good. And I was, um, I had just like released a, an a, a episode where it was a solo episode and I was getting a lot of great feedback about people who were saying like, God, I didn't believe in manifestation. I just manifested a X, Y, Z job. I just manifested like a love and like everything. I just was feeling really good. And I'm like, I want to help someone. And so I went in with the intention of like, I want to like actually do this. And I just did one post and one story on This is when you were in the cohort though. Yes. Your first month, you were already in. Okay. I was already in it. That's right. I'm sorry. It was the first month though. So I was in the energy. Your very first month in the cohort, because I remember this whole thing. You were in the cohort already yes. this was your first month and this was like just okay. a little background though because we're just going to the juicy part you were going a little like you were really what like did like you did weren't doing it on purpose but you kept like over complicating yes. <laughs> no and i'm like i don't oh this you're right so you're before right. we get here let's back up to the okay, back up, back up. Okay, understand where we yes. came from yes 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 okay sorry. this is normal getting ahead of myself <laughs> No, I know. So I, I, yeah, we signed up, I got started and the first, um, yeah, I think one of the first sessions that you led, I was like, I don't even know where to start. Like there's just like, and I had already watched, um, many of the, I think like three of the modules and I was like, there, this is all so good, but there's, it felt really big. Like, because I also had limited bandwidth. I'm like, what do I, do I start with a website? Do I start with like, what? And you were like, you just, just simplify Like you don't need to overcomplicate everything. And one of your big things was not wanting complications and not wanting stress in your business. Exactly. So it's also really important, right? To move with your energy, which I always talk about. We are not all the same. It is so important to build the business in alignment with like, our specific energy. Totally. Oh, and I wanted to mention one thing about that because I think that this is something that really helped me. And I don't think a lot of women do back to what you were saying about, um, you know, it doesn't have to be hard. I purposefully will never read the stories of like the struggle or um, oh, like I only look for like, I'll even like Google, like, you know, coach that made it really easy or like just easy. I don't want to even like put in my mind the thought that this has to be hard. And, um, and I think a lot of women do, they want to like read how other people like failed or like what the struggles they went through. And I'm like, no, I only want to know about the success. I only want to know about all. I mean, sure no, I did have, we had this, my business was not a struggle story, but there's, I think there's spaces of all of our lives that were. Oh my God. Of course. I'm not saying that it's smooth. And by the way, that would be so boring. Like I, I, I don't want to live a life that's just like this. Right. I want some like this, but, but I don't want it to be, I don't want to be, go through like prolonged stress yeah. or worry and doubt like it's okay to have those moments but like I know what you mean I was the exact same way I absolutely was totally unavailable yeah hard yeah 
Um, but yeah, so we got started and I was like, I don't want, I do not want this to feel stressful or complicated. Like, I don't need that. I don't want that in my life right now. I want this to be additive. I want this to be exciting. I want this to be like the reason why I loved doing the podcast and the was because it felt so in alignment that it was energizing me for not only like work, but also being a mom and being a wife and all the stuff that I do in the community and stuff. And it's like, I don't want this to take away from it um, by taking on too much or by doing it in a way that doesn't feel good. And so, um, yeah, so you were really, you helped me like see that, okay, it does not have to be complicated at all. Like just start with like, you know, there's, there can be a process and you don't have to do it all right now. And you can hold off on doing certain things and just focus on like what you, what you want to do right now. And, um, and that's when I realized, okay, like I want to just take on a a few one-on-one clients, which I had not done yet. And it's not going to be hard. They're going to come to me. And, um, so are we ready to go to that part? Yes. Okay. So, so that's where I put, I, I put one, put one post. What do you say? Post you put up an Instagram story. I post. I love how you're like, I don't even know what I was doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did a, I did a post in an Instagram story and I, I and it was it. like, I was in a, like, this is when I was sitting at the village and like, like in a really good energy when I did this, I was just feeling really good. I knew that I had the support of the cohort cohort. So if like whatever was happening, I was ready for it. And I, and I'm not, I am in sales, but I'm not like a salesy person when it comes to this. Like I, I'm not, I can't do the like masculine, like, you know, do this, 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 this. Um, and also I I've learned now that I'm a projector, um, and I, I'm more about waiting for the invitation and then I can, yeah. Um, so yeah, I got my first five clients just within the next week. And then I'm like, okay, I actually, I I cannot take anymore. Like, I don't know what I'm like, I don't have the time. Um, but then I realized how much I love coaching and how I'm really good at it. And my clients now, I mean, they've all seen such huge transformations in their life. Like I have, I have a, a hair stylist. I have an actress. I have an aspiring writer. I have someone that I work with at Twitter, um, actually two people and all in different kind of phases of life. But I would realize that we all ultimately want the same thing, which is happiness and fulfillment. Happy. It's so funny. Well, and can we celebrate? So your first month in your business was a 12K month. Yeah. Yeah, that was doesn't have to be hard, ladies. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, and that's and that's my Instagram post and an Instagram story and being in the vibes and joining a container where you'd be supported because you also mentioned that you've done other business coaching. Yeah, I, well, I did a or other um, programs. I don't know what they were. It was like yeah. a, it was a um, getting certified to be a manifestation coach. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. But it did not have the, um, like business. It, it did, but it wasn't like you. <laughs> like it wasn't, it wasn't the same kind of energy vibe. It was, well, I'd it was, love to understand too, because I remember one of the things you said originally in the cohort was 
you were like, oh, this is already exceeding my expectations. And obviously your Mm -hmm. first month was a 12K month and probably way easier than you ever thought possible. Um, And we haven't even finished the container yet. So (laughs) we're like in the early, early days of your business. But I would love for, for everyone to understand too what's been so powerful for you about the cohort. Um, well, first of all, like I, I know, I know I'm a great coach now and I know that I'm a powerful manifester and I know that I, I can teach manifestation and I, and I've, and I, I think the podcast is great and everything, but I, I had no idea like how the strategy behind actually growing a building a business. Like I, I had no idea. I didn't know. I thought maybe, okay, I get a website and then, you know, I post a little bit, but that was, I just had no idea. And you, um, I've just found so much value in everything from, um, what you teach and, you know, in terms of how to position yourself, like your voice, your brand, like everything that Emily has done with the branding piece. I like, there's so much that I didn't know that I needed to know. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those spaces is where it's like you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, thank God, I did this and didn't try to figure it out on my own, and then had to like do this like in a year and then backtrack and start over, or like because I just like went in the wrong direction or spent so much time focusing on something that is like not necessary or not going to provide a lot of value to me or. um you know, my followers or my clients. Um, but then also the, like, I think the messaging classes have been so, so helpful. And I had, I did not have a website at all. And after I watched the modules, I'm like, oh, this is, this sounds like fun. Like I want to create a website and your whole like template for, um, the offer I thought was really helpful. And then doing the classes with Shaney and her reviewing the website and the, she's really good. Shaney like, is a brilliant copywriter. She's so And she's good. such a good teacher. Yeah. You know, sometimes really... people are good at doing something, but it's hard for them to teach it. She's such a phenomenal teacher. Yeah, she really is. And I'm kind of one of those people, I'm like, I don't even think this needs anything, but let me see what they have to say say totally. um, and then I'm like oh my god it needed so much and this, <laughs> this is this is so valuable like she's really really good and Emily as well I I thought I had my brand like vibe down and she just she gave a bunch of just very interesting ideas that I didn't even think about just how to incorporate more of like these brand elements into um into my social media and into the website and just switching around some things and like again it, it's all stuff that like you don't know until you learn about it it's not like i could have i went i didn't go into the cohort really with an expectation it's just like i want to I want to learn from Jocelyn. I'm like, I'm not, I don't even know if I need the messaging or the branding or the healing. Everyone needs it. Trust. Yeah, no, I know. (laughs) But it's like, I just wanted to work with you and all of this stuff has just been an added bonus. And I'm also, 
I'm just really here. And the reason that we do so much inside the container from the messaging, the branding, all the packaging and strategy stuff with me, the emotional wobbles, the healing, right? There's everything's available and you get to choose how much you desire to take in. But I'm really here for like building a legacy. Yes. You know? Yes. And so working with me is not just like, I'm very of the spirit of helping you step into like, a business that almost becomes bigger than you are, you know, like, cause that's mm-hmm. what's in my heart always. Mm-hmm. Like, of course the business is us, but I'm like, I don't want to have you out in the world with some like rinky dinky brand. I'm like, right. like, if you want, like, you know, and we all have different levels of stars. So I'm like, if you want a big name in this world, right. Mm-hmm. And like, we all, it, big can, is relative, right? Like, I don't need to, like, someone might want to be like Tony Robbins and someone else, I don't know, their greatest aspiration is to get to 50K a month. Who knows? Yeah. But whatever it is, to me, it's like, and I'm a woman who's like a legacy type, right? Like, I want my, I desire for my work to be known because I desire to have such massive impact in the world, you know? Yes. And so I'm yeah. going to always support you in creating the business that actually has the foundations to create a legacy so you can actually go as big as you desire to go and not feel like there's all these weird like gaps and hurdles and having to backtrack like you said a year later and this that and the other Mm -hmm. it's just not to me not necessary I also have a background in sales and marketing so I think that I'm naturally oriented towards like creating a business that is actually like highly marketable. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And yeah. And that, and again, that's why I wanted to work with but not too. having it be hard. Not not having it be hard. But I think also like, especially in um, the manifestation space, there's a lot of coaches, business coaches out there that, um, you know, it is more of, the, I don't know, everyone says the woo woo, but it's more of the spiritual stuff. And like, I don't need that. I don't, I wanted the like proven strategy and I wanted it from someone who's not only done it and done it well, but done it relatively recently. Like, you know, how to like get you off the ground and go. Yeah. So like like I'm in there. I made eight figures and I was where you were like 15 years ago. <laughs> right, right, right. Like that, that's totally true. But I don't want to really, I don't want to learn from someone who's where I am 15 years ago. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. also you, you start to have, um, it's a little different in digital work, obviously, but when there's a live component, like I think that, you know, we'll see, I haven't been in this career for 15 years yet, but it's like, I still remember what it was right. like earlier. I'm not so far away from it that I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think like one of the biggest things for me, and we talked about this in our one-on-one, um, a month ago or so, which was like, I know what I want to do. And I know I understand my mission. Like I want to serve people. I want people to be happy. And I know that they can through belief and through thoughts and through manifestation. Mm -hmm. So that I was, I always feel very like certain and, and feel good about, but the showing up on social media, that was like a big thing for me. And I had fears around, um, you know, just like what people think way too much and like not showing off and like, where's the fine line of like showing a a life that, you know, that I'm actually living and that I want to inspire people without coming across as like, 
you know, X, Y, and you really honestly helped me a lot with that because, um, first you made me realize like you are building a business and that you, you have to, as much as it is, you're building a business that's bigger than you and you want to leave a legacy. Like you, you do separate your personal life from that. And, um, and you can think about your business as really building your business and social media is a piece of that. And you do want to inspire and people do want to see like your life and they, they do want to see the cool things you're doing and the, and the beautiful home that you live in all these things, like don't play small because you're worried that you're going to like trigger someone that's on them. And I just needed to hear that because, um, I think that well, the beauty of your life, particularly for you as a manifestation coach, is going to be the reason that people hire you. Right. <laughs> I don't mean like beauty, like, oh, everything needs to be perfect. And no, 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 I know. But I mean like us being our own walking testimonial, right? Yeah. Like it's sort of like me being a business money coach, but I won't talk to you guys about money. Kind of right. Way, right. Right. Yeah. 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 So I think that there's, there was that piece too. That and like, this is also very normal. To have about, that, the, okay. the fear of, of yeah. what people think. I know it's, and it's like, and it's intellectually, we all know, right. That we, that, that it's holding us back or that like, it's, it's not necessarily real. And it's, but, but when you're in it and when you're just starting, especially like for me, it's just like, it's, it's very real. It is real. And this is why we have support. I mean, especially now that you have it, can you imagine doing this without it? I never considered that road. And I don't understand. I'm like winging it is not a ticket to success. No, no. I even like, I mean, this is smaller scale, but like I was trying to wing it with um, like just figuring out like the tax stuff and just like what I, Mm -mm. and I'm like, why am I doing, I just wasted six hours like googling what's tax deductible and what, what i'm like i'm just gonna hire a cpa right now and like right now yeah like right now why am i what am i doing but it's the same like why are we and you you talk about this a lot it's just like like invest in yourself because Literally. it's going to the whole point it's not you're not spending on yourself you are investing on yourself investing. i always say investing yields dividends yes yes <laughs> Yes. Like not yes. just in the stock market, right? In your business, in your life. Like this is yeah. how we get there. Yeah. Including with the accountant. I know. I know. Yeah. I invest everything. Like everything that I desire support with, I find we can all find someone, whatever spending level, whether it's in your personal life, in your business, we have got to have support. Yeah. We really do. And how has it been for you as well? Because I am, especially, you know, the cohort is like, we do need to get the tangible business in place. I always talk about this, like our masculine structure to hold our feminine, right? Of course, I do a lot of, you know, magnify, manifest, receive is all wealth energetics. FMM is a lot of embodiment work and witchy stuff and magic. There's so many different elements yeah. that come into play at different pieces of your journey and also based on what you're desiring to step into. Um. And then the cohort, of course, is more tangible because that part also needs to be there for all these other things to land as well. Or some people yeah. do the other things first and then step into the cohort. Everyone does what they want to do. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. We need to just figure everything out. But also, I am highly spiritual. And you know, I am highly focused on energy and all of these things. So how has it been for you? Because 
I'm, it was interesting for me when I stepped into business coaching because I was not like the mindset coach, the totally woo-woo spiritual coach, or like the super hardcore, really Mm -hmm. masculine style business coach. I was like, I don't resonate with any three of these boxes. Yeah. And so my work in the core is basically like I bring a lot together. And also because I believe that we're multidimensional women and that servicing us in one way only is going to get us, not going to get us very Only far. one kind of result. Boring. One kind of result. And it's usually boring. And like, I'm not turned on by experience. Yeah. That. Yeah. So to. how has that been for you? Um... Because I know there were some things too where you're like, do I need to do webinars? I was like, babe, I don't even know this webinar technology (laughs) is. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I'm but just the the multidimensionality of the container because we do cover there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I like again, I think that that's one of the things that I didn't know I was looking for that has Mm -hmm. been so wonderful. And um, I don't want to throw the other course under the bus or anything, of course it not. Great, yeah. but, but it was, it was, um, taught by, a, a male and, or the business piece was, and it was very like, like the talk about masculine energy. It was like, you know, social, the whole like social media strategy, like add a bunch of people comment on the thing. Well, oh. That does not feel good. And I'm not going to do that. Or it's like, and then, you know, message and say like something like kind of related. That's not like that. That's just like feels phony. And like, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) And it's also the opposite of what I believe in. But again, you probably weren't thinking about this of feminine business. Right. No, it's, it was not, but there, there was a lot of good things that I learned, but it was all, it was all very much like, you know, it's a numbers game. It's a blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, well, there's something that's that, that, yeah, that, that there's part of, part of that is true. And I do believe it is a numbers game in terms of like, you know, the more people you reach, obviously like, but I don't want, I want the way I want to work people, the way I want people to find me, I want it to be organic. I want it to come from a place of alignment, not force. And you and, also know way too much about manifestation to go down a road like yeah, no, I know. Right. Talk about moving. It's like the opposite. It's a very meta thing for me because it is, it's the opposite of of, of what I fundamentally believe, which is and that you're a projector, yeah. like so get out of here. That was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's very interesting. But how but I think a lot of people learn that. I mean, how many of us get spammed on Instagram and Facebook all day long? I mean, it's exhausting. No, ew, I don't want like that just turns me off from whatever the person I like block everyone. I'm like, or don't respond. I'm not interested in any of it. And but also I have compassion because this is what these people learned, or I assume they wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Because why else would you waste your time like this? So How's it been to, to just even have the felt experience? Cause it's one thing to know something intellectually. It's another thing to feel it yourself of like, oh wait, I can do this my way and it gets to be easy. And of course, you know, in some ways you're just getting started, which is amazing. Yeah. Like you get to carry this vibration of like, let it be easy, let it be easy, let it be easy the whole way through to inform your decision-making. And obviously we have help for the places it's not easy, et cetera. Like, how is that getting that kind of evidence in your business? Because you have it from other areas, right? But it's like, 
as you see, even when you're successful in a corporate job, that does not immediately translate to like being 100% confident and ready to go as an entrepreneur. They're totally different. Yeah. When women, sometimes I'm like, I get it. I've made a lot of money in corporate before, Mm -hmm. but like you're still doing what people tell you to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're like managing, but you know what I mean? It's someone else. No, I mean, I totally know what you mean. I think that it's, it's not only this, like, let it be easy vibe. It's like, let it feel good vibe. That's what I lead with, which is like, yeah, I love that. I guess they're synonymous to me, but I told him whatever language works together. Well, e- easy, <laughs> I think easy can sometimes be boring. And I like to feel just like really good about what I'm doing. And if like when I was doing the website, for example, um, and I used a lot of like, again, your help and like the templates and um, I would work on it, work on it when I was like feeling it. And then the moment I'm like, oh, like getting frustrated, I'm turning it on. Done. Let's move on to something yeah. else. Like I, I just, cause this is also what meant like the whole principle of manifestation is like, feel good, attract more of that good feeling. Like totally. I know that when I don't feel good, that's not the energy that I want to build a business on. And so, um, and that's why I'm like, I love the, all of the different modules and being able to look on the, I actually, I want to go back into Facebook and into our group and just, there's so much stuff in there that that's another Because thing. I've been running it for so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's so much good stuff, but I literally have not had a chance to go through all of it. Um, Isn't amazing? You don't even have to if you don't want to. Yeah. Like, no, but I want to. I want no, to. I know. Yeah. I just love that the container is like, you get to take as much as you want to take. Mm-hmm. And like, do you know what I mean? Because some people want to watch and do everything and come to every class. I've had clients who like dip in and out, but they're good, right? Like. Yeah. I love the structure for the cohort because I do feel like building a business is a very personal journey or sometimes people are really involved and then they need to like take a step back and do their thing and then they show back up again. Like I like, I really enjoy the spaciousness of the cohort. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because I get tired if it's me, for example, like I can't have to go to something all the time for months or I'm like, exo- like, it's yeah, yeah I really do too. And I don't feel like there's, there's been a few that I've had to miss and it doesn't feel like stressful, but I'm missing them. Yeah. Like, there's going to be replays and um, yeah, the spaciousness, like for me and the fact that I do have a lot of other stuff going on right now, like is just, it's been exactly what I needed, just flowy. And like, it's there. I can like go spend two days in a row, like really getting into everything and building, building, building. And then a couple of days, just not, you know, doing like just light stuff. And, um, I love this is exactly how I move also. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like I just, I want to build this business from an energy of just positivity and feeling good. And I don't want the struggle. I don't want the stress. I don't want the, like the pressure. Like I just, I want it to, and I know that a lot of people don't have that. I, I feel very, very grateful and very, I don't ever use the word lucky because I don't really believe in luck. I do not believe in luck. Yeah, I. But I feel I feel um, very grateful for my situation right now. Because well, can we talk about what you manifested in through your job? You also did manifest this. 
I know. I actually have not shared it yet um, okay. publicly, but well, I can't, but I can because I'm going too soon. Actually, I don't know if I can. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Um, Whatever you're allowed to say. I don't think I'm allowed to say anything yet. Okay. I just, yeah, I don't want to deal with the. That's okay. Um, but it's, but yeah, you know, I can, I'm sorry. You're going to have to like, cut. <laughs> you might have to cut this. Um, well, so I, I guess, I guess I can just say that I, um, one of my big manifestation goals for 2021, I wrote down and I write down my list, like my big list of, of goals, um, in my, in my notes app on my phone. Um, and one of them said, um, get six months to work on my business. And I meant, and I thought when I wrote this down that I was going to have to like build savings of six months of like, get some clients in and just like have six months of savings so that I could quit and then like go all in and something else happened where I was able to get that six months and didn't. And, and I'm still leaving, but it's, it, it happened in a very serendipitous way that I only, I mean, this is like what the universe is and what manifestation how it's so freaking powerful because you can't, you can never, you never know how things are going to happen. But when you focus on the end result, when you focus on the feeling that you want and you're specific and you're intentional, like, mag- I don't even want to say magical thing, but like, it will happen. It, it feels happen. like magic, yeah. but it's not. It's I know it's so interesting yeah. talking about it because it's like it feels like magic because you can't see it and you can't predict it, but it's also replicable. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. And I still have moments where I manifest something and I'm just like, oh my God, I cannot believe this happened. Like the exact dollar amount or like the exact physical like like moment that I visualized or like the thing or the 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 like it's just it's crazy that even though I've been doing this intentionally for 15 years I'm still blown away by how incredible this thing is I think we all all are continuously I am as well I've now been having a crazy experience of happening things happening in my life. And then I remember that I dreamt about them years ago. Oh, whoa. Isn't that? Yeah, you must be like with your, with your hundred K month, like, was that something that you, now I'm going to interview you. (laughs) No, but how, I mean, I mean, talk about quantum leaping, but like, was that intention? Like, did you write it down somewhere? I, it was doing my money work for sure. But it's funny because what, so I spent, and for the ladies who want to go deeper, there's a, I have a, a podcast episode on this. If you look earlier in the show, but it's interesting because I spent, right. Cause I quantum leap from 50 K to a hundred and I didn't yeah. have any numbers in between. And obviously that's right. very atypical. And this was right. Re- I had a hundred K revenue month. So when I say cash months, it's like hundred K in the bank revenues, like revenue over time, right yeah and then i was like so what happened so i had been manifesting it but i'd also gotten kind of tired of manifesting <laughs> like in a way i was almost because i was hanging out around 50 or at 50 for in my world a, a long time but you know i'm kind of like a fast energy person 
And I was desiring, I was desiring it. And I had, I was at this point where I knew I was like, this is strange. Like it, it almost had started to feel weird to me that I wasn't there yet. Cause I was like, you know, I know all these other women who are their work. I know them pretty well. The vibes. I was like, I am at that level. Mm-hmm. Like I knew energetically, like the way I teach the quality of my programs, my own energy around my, like I knew I was there. So it was almost perplexing to me that it hadn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. Even though you could be like, oh, well, you've only been in business for two years, blah, 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 blah. We have already like opted out of the time story, right? So like that was something earlier in my business though that I really had to let go of was that being new meant something around your money. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, if you're new, quote unquote new, you can only earn a certain level. Um, letting go of that very early on really helped me get here. Yeah. Hey, gorgeous. I hope you are enjoying the episode. I'm just taking a quick pause to remind you that the go all in sale for the cohort is now live. Early bird allows you to receive 444 off the container. That is going to be open through end of day, midnight Eastern, Friday the 12th. Um, With the sale, you're able to join on the yummy extended payment plan and receive the painful bonuses of four months inside the container versus three and a private session with me in addition to all the digital content, live content, everything else we do inside the container. And then when you pay in full, you'll receive four months inside the container versus three, two private sessions with me and a two hour Akashic business reading and clearing, which is really fucking potent. You literally learn about... It's unlike any Akashic session I've ever had. And as you can imagine, I've had a million of (laughs) every kind of session. And you really learn about your past lives in business and um, in relation to money and kind of like what was going on, what patterns you have carried from those previous lives into this present one. It's going to be like a huge aha wake up moment. You don't just learn about your problem. Um, There's also a massive clearing. You'll learn about the energy of your business and how what's most in alignment for how your business is expressed and the same thing for you personally and how to really get yourself back in flow when you're not feeling in flow with your business. It's such a vibe. Literally, it was a session that I did before I launched the cohort in 2020 and we know what a beautiful like pillar the cohort is in my business. So that shows the power of the work. And yeah, it's a vibe. So you can apply to join the cohorts through the sales page on my website, or you can DM me for details. And this is for women who are desiring to scale to consistent, sustainable five-figure months and feminine flow. And I'll let you get back to the episode. But anyway, I knew I was at the level. I felt that I was at the level I had done. I would say I'm always, you know, doing like, I mean, I teach money in so many ways in so many of my containers, but yes, I was in the work. Um, but I don't, I wasn't, it's interesting. It's like, I was kind of coming in and out of it, you know? And then when it, right before I was like coming in and out of what? Like actually manifesting it versus not actually doing the work I would do to manifest something versus not like sometimes what happens with me is like my energy will just kind of like, I won't always, because I'm a little atypical, which is why I like to teach this and that my manifestations tend to be big quantum leaps. Like when it comes to money. Yeah. It's been my whole business. I've never moved linearly with money. 
And so what I'm learning now is that like that does require a certain amount of energy, right? Because you're not just like, oh, let me have the next best thing. I'll be like, I'm doubling my income, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. which now it's bigger numbers. Um, But this has been the way I was since the beginning. So sometimes what happens because it is a decent amount of energy to hold to do that all at once, even though like I wasn't doing it on purpose. Just realized this is how I do it. So like, let's go teach it now. So other people do it too. But anyway, so sometimes when I was at earlier in 50, for example, getting to a hundred felt like more of a stretch. So I do the money work, do the money work, but it didn't feel, do you know that feeling when, when it feels certain in your body? Oh yeah. Like, oh, this is happening. I didn't have the certainty in my body yet. So I know then I need to stick with it, right? Keep going to have the certainty. But then sometimes I'll be like, I don't feel like doing this right now. Or I'll get sidetracked with other parts of life where I was just having fun and dating a lot this summer. Like I was kind of in like, just cr- always running my business, but not, I was in more like just pleasure-based cruise control. Yeah. Not like, I'm yeah. calling this next thing in. Um, but actually I um, did very well during that time too. Cause like pleasure is also a money maker, you know, yeah. Like yeah. feeling or like, what do you say? Feeling good. And I was just having fun and living while yeah. also having my business. And then it just hit me. And I was like, I need to refocus on this. Not need to like from a place of scarcity or desperation. It was just time. Yeah. You know? And it was interesting because I also got my dog. So I was kind of distracted with her, which really goes to show it's not, it's money does respond to what you do, but it largely responds to the inside game. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I always say money, yes, responds to what you do, oh, but yeah. it's who you be. It's not like, like that hundred yeah. month, right? was the cohort. I've had the cohort since May of 2020. It's not like, oh, well, it was a new program or something. Yeah. The cohort has been on the scene. You know totally. I mean? We went one thing about money, which I, which is relevant because we were just yeah. talking like, um, I, with money too, like, I will not, like, I'll only look at my, like, savings or bank account or, like, um, brokerage account if I know it's gone up. I will never look, like, if I know the stock has gone down a little bit. I will only look at my, like, real estate if at a point where they're like, oh, real estate is really hot. I'll look at it and, like, get that little, like, you know, dopamine hit. But I will not... I never ever allow myself to even like go there if there's like any sort of like if it's on like the down or if there's a lack but like I just won't even look at it like I won't even entertain it like I only want to see uh, I have like two points like I get that but also sometimes people are avoidant around their money oh yeah no I'm not talking about that I'm talking yeah. about just like to like feel good. Like I want to feel good about money always. Totally. But I think in the beginning, right. So if someone, for example, is, has a lot of debt that they're not facing or et cetera, like it depends on where we are in the journey, but like an yeah. avoidant tendency does not create more money. You're not, I'm not saying that you're doing that. Oh, oh my God. No, it's, you're I'm doing. glad you said that. And I hundred percent, like, it's not avoidant. I'm just saying like, for like your day to day, if you have like obviously like you want to be practical about debt and you want to be practical about paying things off and doing things on time. But from like a feeling good energy about money, I will only do the things that I know that are going to make me feel good. Yeah, totally. I just have like, I'm just speaking from money coaching is really also, it's like where we are, what we do. Yes. You know what I yeah. mean? 
Um, but when you're asking about manif, but yeah, no, I hear you. Like I'm not obsessing over my, I'm more focused on how I feel than I'm focused on like, what is the hardcore dollar that's yeah. there? Yeah. Also because that can change. Like it doesn't really like mean something, but it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a whole separate conversation on yeah. the money yeah. and stuff. But anyway, so I got Brooklyn and, um, yeah, well, and also just for anyone who is feeling avoiding, because money is such a triggering topic for people. So I do want to say, it's like, if there is a space of like, oh my God, but I've created this whole blah, 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 like this is also work we can do to like heal that relationship that does not have to be the rest of your life where you feel like you're running and realize how much programming that we have around debt and like what we've done with our money and debt was just the decision to pay for something over time. And the US, United States government is trillions of dollars in debt. So don't let this place F you over. Yeah. yeah. How you feel about money. And like, I could go on and on. Yeah. There's so yeah. much, but just know I'm like, there's no need. If you have been avoided, there is no need to be in shame. DM me to find out which program is going to be good for you. Cause like, yeah, we can move on from this and have a much juicier relationship. And I'm, I totally understand what you're saying. I don't obsess either. Like, yeah, but I'm more always, I'm just usually focused in general, like where making sure the structure is there around what I have and then where am I going, you know? Yeah. And so then that month I got Brooklyn and yeah, I just, I was, I was committing to the work in a way that I had kind of like been slipped around on the few months before, but I also had created that certainty in my body. And then when it happens, it's so weird because it did not feel like a surprise because I'd already decided that I played at that level. Mm-hmm. I was sure. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, like I said, I was almost replying like, why hasn't this happened yet? Whereas like at another stage, it would have felt like something I couldn't. Yeah. Well, that's my energy around. Mm-hmm. Well, that's manifestation, right? Like you just believed it. And so. But I did. Yeah. And like doing the work to get into the belief. Yes. Right. Because if we could just wake up, you know, this, we just wake up believing everything. We'd all be like heaven on earth, which is the goal. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So it's interesting because it feels to me and it felt to me exciting, but also normal because. Yeah, I had just already decided and done the work to have it be more than just like my brain deciding, but like my whole body had decided. Yeah. yeah. And then Brooklyn brought me so much joy. I love having a puppy so much. So I was also just, you know, and all the love of like, when you have a baby or get a puppy or get married or whatever, your vibration is the so love, love is such an amazing love thing. is the highest vibration of all. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So that's it's And I don't, yeah, that's how it felt. I was surprised that I didn't hit any numbers in between first because I just assumed that's what would happen. And I did have points where I was very frustrated because I was like, why do I keep it? And 50, I would hit like 50K cash months. I was like, why do I keep hitting this number? Like, why are we not at 60? Like, what the hell is going on? And I didn't realize, this is why I love to teach about quantum leaping and part of how Magnify Manifest Receive was born. I, 
it's just, I'm just on the planet to teach about money too. So like I will go through things and then backtrack and look at the energies and what I was doing and this and the other to like replicate them and teach them. But I didn't realize that I was preparing myself for like an enormous quantum leap, which makes sense if you look at my message and my business, et cetera, versus just like tracking along to arrive. Right. Like that was why it was like, everything was just being arranged. And then I just like, um, flew and that's been the way it is for me at all levels. And that's why I get so frustrated when people think like quantum leaping's not real or like somehow it's too woo woo or energy is not real. I'm like, well, science has proven that energy is real and everything is yeah. made of energy. So this includes your money. This is everything. Yeah. Yeah. Business, money, love. There is nothing that's separate from this. And the more that I know it sounds kind of like new world, new agey, whatever, but it's how I move in the world. And yeah. this is way easier um, from the way I was living before I understood all of this. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think like both of us, like we're, I'm very left-brained in a lot of ways. Like I, yeah. like, that's how I was raised. Like that's, you know, I, I just like always, being practical and practical and just like wanting to, you know, just, to see like data behind things and like, not just yeah. like jumping at something. Cause it sounds like great or like, you know, like some sort yeah. of fantasy, but like this, what you're talking about, like energy, it, once you see it for yourself, like, and once you have seen over and over how like your energy creates the things and events and circumstances and things like in your life, like over and over, that's when you become a believer. 100%. This is felt experiences. And so what's interesting is sometimes we're called to invest before we're fully on board, right? Mm -hmm. And so those are interesting moments in time because you can read all the success stories, you know, all the things, but like you do have to take a leap into the unknown, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. And that is scary. But like, if you, I mean, now I'm more excited by it than in the beginning, it was very scary, especially when, again, being a big risk taker, like I did not have six months of savings, all this stuff when I quit my job and, you know, but it was also time. Like the universe made it so odd. Like I had to. Yeah. And it's funny because I was in December, 2019 and then COVID happened. So (laughs) they're like, girl, do you want, you really want to go through this with these people? I don't think so. Yeah. Oh my God. Because it was just, yeah. And also it's just been my journey. I've always been like, and now things are happening in a different way. And I have more, I feel like I have more energetic command over, um, I guess like a smoother or more intentionally projected process. When I look at my life and how the big things have happened, I've always been taking big leaps. Always. I think one of the things that I do, and I, I did this when I realized like going in all in on this business that I'm creating is like, um, and this is kind of a left brain way of thinking about it, but it, it does help you if you're trying to make a decision on whether to invest in the cohort or do something else. Um, and, and you're like riddled by that fear. I do this yeah. like best case, worst case scenario for each. So if it's like, you know, have, getting a nine to five job or like going for your business, like best case with the nine to five is like, you're super successful and 
you know, you make a lot of money doing something you don't really love. Best case with like going all in on a business that you love is like you're super successful, making a lot of money, feeling totally aligned, leaving a legacy, like, you know, totally trumps the other one. Worst case with the nine to five is you're miserable. You, you know, end up losing your job, like, and you're frustrated and you look at all these people who are following their heart and feel even just guilty and shame. Worst case going, you know, all in on your business is maybe like six months pass and you gave it all you got and it didn't work. And you go and you get another job like that. For me, like both best case and worst case, there's a clear choice, which is follow your dream, like follow the thing that you want to do. Like, especially, I mean, you can't lose. And also if there's one thing that's not hard to come by, it's another job. Right. Especially (laughs) right now, right now is the, it's, it's the candidates market, I think. Yeah. Cause what are they calling it? The great resignation. Everyone's like, F Uh all of this noise. I'm over it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in all industries. And I'm not saying to anyone that you have to go from like zero to like only doing your business and quitting your job. Like we're in different places. Some people have a part-time job while they're also building their business. I built part of my business just not for very long in the full-time job. Then I was like over this, went full-time because that's what it was was needed for me to do. And also just, I feel like I was pushed from the universe too because how important was it for me to be in this space helping women help them with what I helped them with in 2020? It was like vital that all my energy was on it. Yeah. Right? But I didn't have the foresight to know. Yeah you know, that that's what would would happen. And that's what happens. Um, which is why it's also so important to just follow desire, even when it doesn't make sense, because I literally quit my job at the end in December of 2019. That's crazy. And I had my business for three months. Wow. You know, so, but I, it was just so strong. And if you ask me like Jocelyn, oh, and then I went and invested in a coaching container that was like, practically as much money as I had to my name at the time. But again, did these things make sense? No, not to a linear based person, but look at where I am now. Yeah. You know, but I just knew they were required. Yeah. And And also I found no regrets, right? Mm -hmm. In your whole, like over like the last two years now, like there's in never like anytime you invested, there was there's never been a regret in an investment. No, have there been investments that are way more aligned than others? Yeah. Yes. But yeah. like this is why we don't chase dollars and in investments. Do not chase someone else's success investing your money. Yeah. You have to go where your heart wants to go. Yeah. For sure. The end. I feel like the only time that we end up within those places is when um, we're chasing someone else's money or doing, you know how there's kind of like, there's very much of this like kind of cult mentality in the coaching industry of like, oh my God, she's such a legend. Like, she makes a bazillion dollars every month. Like she must be the ticket. And I'm like, whoa, anyone that you feel like addicted to or like you have to be there or something's not going to happen, you need to like run in the other direction. Yeah. And focus, pull your energy way back in. Yeah. So what I learned, right. And I'm also, I'm 
I make my investment decisions now are are like I did invest in the right container for me at that time. I made like four hundred grand in four months. Um, but also, I only took the pieces that I, that I also didn't do like eighty percent of the things. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you only took the pieces that you like. Yeah, <laughs> I literally did like three things. But I still think the investment. But I wasn't the the client who's going to be like, well, I didn't do everything. Like, I want part of my money back. Like, da da da. No, and I didn't oh my gosh. even well, some people try to do stuff like this. I'm like, you're insane. Um. Sorry, my dog uh, is just... One second, let me just let him out of this office. Oh, okay. Brooklyn, what are you doing? So I literally... I didn't even go... I went to a few calls. I did a few of the things. The rest of it, I was like, well, we are not going to be doing that much strategy ever. Still haven't done it. like, no way. Yeah. Not happening. I'm not going to be having like a messenger bot on Facebook and like just super because this person who's a genius, like her business was built basically through paid app, like that whole engine paid advertising. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. These are the things I'm going to do. These three things. And that's it. And thank you so much. This was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I made it. I did it. I doubled my income. I feel like, I feel like, um, and this has been with some of the other people who were in the first um, coaching experience with me. It's like, there's so much out there that you could be doing. Like there's a million different things right like there's like and a million different ways to do those things and once you like start in this business like you're gonna be targeted like crazy and everything's gonna look really good and you're like oh shoot I need to do that now I need to do that now it's overwhelming yeah Yeah. and that's why like what like I think something you're really good at and you obviously did it yourself is like just prioritize like simple I love the hashtag simplify because that's how like it just (laughs) Like just simplify everything. Like don't do too much. Like just do the thing that feels good that you know is going to get you those results right there. And like don't worry about all the other things. Like you and can if you want to bring this. in some extra little fancy things later, we can. Yeah, do that. yeah. Like, we need to start with what is going to be easiest on your nervous system. Yeah. I know, and that was the other thing. Like I, I, I think it was Shaney actually. She was talking about, because I don't have an email list yet. I'm like, oh my God, now I need to do, on top of everything, have like an email. Like, close out. No, no. Like, do, like, just hold that thought and like that whole for like 2022 or whenever. But like, I'm not even going to think about that right now. Yeah. And you can do it. I didn't have, when did I start my email? I mean, everything's for me, just it's come from, it's just, it'll just, be, it's just time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like it'll be because like, okay, I know a lot. I know a ton of different stuff. I have clients who do things that I've helped them with that I don't even do in my business. I just know, right? Yeah. And what's in alignment for my client might not be in alignment for me. I also receive a lot of just like, it's very easy for me to read people's energy and like what they're actually, what's going to be a vibe. And some women like more strategy than others. So I appreciate the level of wisdom that I have in this space. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I just choose not to do all the things for me or new things have been introduced over time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as called. And I do think there's something to leaning into our edges and doing things we've never done before. Cause you know, sometimes we create these stories around, um, like I, at least I'm like this before I introduce something new into my business, not a program, but like a strategy or way. Like of telegram. Things. Why are like, tell me. I love telegram. telegram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feel a lot of resistance. And then I do it. I'm like, oh, okay. No big deal. I'm obsessed with telegram. Telegram is like, I just get to like Voxer out. All of you check my link in bio and join me on telegram. It's so fun. Cause I literally get to like Vox. It's like mini podcast. Cause the stories are like 15 seconds. You're putting text on the whatever. And I like to talk. So Telegram's perfect. I just like pick my phone up, hold my phone, share my channeled message or whatever the riff is. It's going to help people. And it's so intimate. I'm obsessed with Telegram. But, but why that over stories? On I do stories too. You do both. And yeah. different messaging? deeper in telegram because I can. Oh. Okay. And also like I don't need to be owned by Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I'm into diversifying. Yeah, know? that's so true. That's so true. Um, but again, was I worried about that in the beginning? No. But honestly, like I don't like the energy of feeling like I'm owned by a platform. We saw Instagram and Facebook black out for that whole day. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, and I just liked, I'm also on Clubhouse. Like I like doing new things. Also remember my, my business is the primary vehicle. My voice is the primary vehicle for my business. So those platforms make sense for me. But for example, I'm not like a TikToker. Mm-hmm. You know, but TikTok, I mean, people have blown up on TikTok, but I don't produce enough of that kind of content for TikTok yeah. to fully be like a hell yes for me. Um, but again, I have clients who are phenomenal at that kind of content production. Yeah. So yeah, I like the diversity. And also I don't like the censorship on Instagram and Facebook and I don't have to censor what I like. I literally cannot use the words pleasure and or sex or whatever on Instagram or Facebook without getting shadow banned. It's ridiculous. And I'm not even that like explicit and crazy, like considering some of the other businesses that are out there. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I love, I love them all for different reasons. I'm highly visual and I love and the different ways of communicating on Instagram, but there is a lot of like big brothering. Yeah. And that's a weird, it's a weird energy, yeah. but also like, I'm not going to stop doing Instagram. I just want to be able to do other things too. Totally. Yeah. So that's why, but yeah, I love Telegram. <laughs> <laughs> and also now I've had time to play in all these different places and yeah, it's just nice to be able to pick up your phone and talk. It feels so, um, it feels so intimate. And unlike Clubhouse, it doesn't disappear. I like Clubhouse too. I, they're all so different. Even Facebook and Instagram feel very different. Um, yeah. And people like taking in different... People like taking stuff in in different places. And it's fun. Variety is fun for me. Yeah. But right you're, now, you're also, it's not you can, overwhelming at this stage. Hmm? That's, that's what I was going to say. It's your... Like for me right now, like... 
I don't want the variety. Like that's too. I didn't have it in the beginning. Beginning, I just did Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also I'm just into innovation. It's like one of my, it keeps it fresh and exciting. And I think it's also just part of the era. You know, you heard me talk a lot about this new era era and these like new ways of doing business the way versus how business was done before. And there is just a lot of like speed and innovation, but it's not intended to be from a place of pressure. It's just look at even the level. Okay. Just within one platform, for example, Instagram, look how frequently Instagram changes. It's insane. (laughs) Um, For someone who, if you really like keep up with it, right? So it is reflective of, I remember I did this podcast episode with Danny Beinstein in the beginning of 2021. And we were talking about themes for success in the year. And it was like, and I remember the top two things were like initiation and innovation. So that to create abundance was really going to be about this year. And I've totally seen it to be true. Like really going for it right? Like not waiting, going for it because we're, there, there was always going to be a lot of density on the planet right now, energetically, as we see, but like, you don't need to play there. And just like creating that sovereignty and then also innovations, like allowing ourselves to do things. Well, one, that it was going to be happening with which technology there's been so much. I mean, right. so many platforms are born this year, like things. And even just within the singular platforms, everything you right. so fast does not mean we need to do it all, not at all, but that allowing ourselves to even innovate within our businesses and how we do things, that that was going to be, I mean, I've seen people already like monetizing Telegram. It's been there for two seconds, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, it's a vibe to have it be a free platform, but I'm just saying like, I've seen so many different ways of doing things. And to me, it's actually creates freedom because we have the choice to go wherever's in alignment with us and even have the, it's this option. Yeah. Yeah. And I just learned quick. I'm like, oh, that one's for me. That one's not like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that's why I like Telegram. I like the intimacy. It feels like I'm on Voxer with my community. (laughs) And then people can comment directly on what you said. It's easy. It's easier to like on Instagram, there'll be all these comments and you know how it's very hard to see who you replied back to or not. And like, um, sometimes I miss my DMs or if I, if I don't realize I open it and then move Oh on. yeah, that's annoying. That I can't is- believe that that like, and also with text messages, I just like sidebar, but like, why can't you unread a tech market as unread? I think that's so- I mean, you like, can mark a DM as unread, but it's like- Oh, I didn't even know you oh wait, I yeah, you can mark a DM as unread, but sometimes, like as you can imagine, this place in my business, I get a lot of sometimes I oh I don't even realize like oh. I want to say something to someone before, and I'm like, oh they messaged me like I didn't see it. Oh, that's happened before. I don't even know. So anyway, it's a little yeah. bit more. I don't know. It's just felt intimate. It's been fun, and I really like voice messaging. Yeah, I don't know, and then like. They don't have to sit there, look at their phone. You can turn it on. You can literally hit play like you would hit play on a podcast to listen to what the person says and just walk around and do your thing. You're not like sitting there watching someone talk. Mm -hmm. 
And so I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, everyone just come find me on Telegram. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going anywhere, anywhere else, but it's been a lot of fun for me. And I do appreciate that it's owned by someone out like, you know, can we, we, we can just stand to like diversify this space a little bit. We don't yeah. all need to be like so addicted to one man's platforms. Yes. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah, Look how true. many people, like I went through this weird energy around it. Cause I was like, people are having psychological issues, yeah, no, I know. health I issues, scared of running their business, all of this stuff mm-hmm. because of one man's dream. Mm-hmm. We need to like, lower the stakes mm-hmm. it's kind of strange mm-hmm. people are like addicted to mastering one person's platform yeah i'm like and again when i'm you know i'm such a fan of sovereignty so like i'll do the things i show up right like i'll i'll do a certain amount of strategy but i'm like i'm not gonna like bust my ass to like dance for mark zuckerberg are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I know. That's like, true. but no one realizes that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I just I saw he there's a lot of thing. weird power energy in our systems that is breaking down right now. And I'm ladies, please don't need to sabotage your business. Please still do your social media. Yeah. I'm just saying we can keep things in perspective yeah. rather than writing all of these stories. Look at what people are going through just because of so like there's all these positives, right? And that's what I like to focus on connecting with my community. I'm very into visuals. Like I've gotten so much. I've built such deep community from social media, but I also see how we're allowing ourselves to be harmed because of like a platform. Right. Right. And how we intake things and we compare. And then because it is always changing it creates a lot of this, um, what are the words? It creates this cert- this fear-based searching energy. Mm-hmm. It is like the opposite to that feel-good energy that you're saying that you love, mm-hmm. right? That I love too. But haven't you had that feeling where it's like, you feel like, oh my God, there's something you don't know and you need to know it. And like, everything's oh, like, yeah. all yeah. of a sudden, your energy just leaks out everywhere. Yeah. It's not a good space. It doesn't feel good. And so I feel like, and it creates, and to me, that is this weird loop that starts to create like addiction-based relationships. Like that's why when I find myself in that moment, no matter what I'm doing, I stop. I literally stop. But that that I feel like you can train yourself to do, but like, you're right. Like, because if you keep going when you're in that energy, it will just keep draining you and- Nothing good comes from that. Nothing good comes of it. And the way that they like tinker around with social media, it's like it intentionally creates that feeling within people, which gets them like addicted to it. That's what I don't yeah. like about it. Yeah. Cause then you're going to keep doing whatever it is because you want to feel better. And you're well, like, I'm like, you want to figure it out. Like think yeah, about all these women have businesses. Right. You want to figure it out. Like, oh my God, why didn't everyone see my stories? Did I'm like, well, what if it doesn't fucking matter? Yeah. Yeah, what if I'm not, I like, do not get involved with that. What if it's like whoever needs to see things sees them yeah. and like, Perfect. yeah, I really don't care about <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> good. So that's what I'm saying is yeah. I, the dark side of it, I'm like, mm, that doesn't feel good. But 
we just get to play how we want to play. But I do not think we need to like, I, there's whole businesses built on just teaching people how to use Instagram. I'm yeah, like, yeah. and I, I get like great for the person to start the business. That's like a smart business move considering how addicted to social media people are. But I'm saying for like, my audience and anyone who listens to this, you do not need to like bend over backwards. Like if you're moving from a place in alignment, if your full truth is online, if your messaging is true to your soul, your offers are true to your soul, your visuals are true to yourself, everything is there and everything is real. Not the like version of you that you've decided is like acceptable. I mean, 100% there, you're going to do well. Yeah. I think actually that's one of the things that has helped me is the fact that I I have been so bandwidth constrained. I don't have time to like dig into things like on Instagram to figure like it out. Like over that move on <laughs> next thing where I can actually like yield some results. Like I, so in a, in a lot of ways that has actually benefited me. But I think for anyone listening, like if you're in this place and you've been doing something and you don't feel good and you're getting frustrated, like just move on. It will still be there. Go come back with a different energy and maybe someone somewhere will just explain something to you. And then you'll have the answer in a way that feels more aligned. Yeah. Cause it's too crazy. And I just don't think that mastering the algorithm is the what, you know, I'm, we always talk about high into feminine business. That is not the foundation of the feminine business. Like, no. And I, I mean, I, I come from Twitter. Like I'm like, I'm like live and breathe this stuff for the last. Yeah. What's your perspective? You've been working around it. Right. And I, um, as you know, and I love Twitter and I've loved the company and I've loved working there. And, um, but I also see, I see how addictive these platforms are and I don't want to be a social media addict. I don't want to be a social media addict like as a consumer and I don't want to be a social media addict as a producer or yeah. as a, a content creator. Yeah. So I'm going to, I, I like will post something like, and now Emily helped me with the branding and like, so yeah. getting more, but I am not, I mean like post it, don't care who sees Perfect. it who comments, who like, I am getting my message out there because I want to help people. I want to inspire them. I want people to like seek happiness and realize that they're creating their own lives. I do not care what, like how many followers I have or how many people are liking my stuff. It's ridiculous. If I'd fallen victim to that, I would never be where I am right now. My numbers do not make sense for my size following. Yeah. I've had clients who have way more followers than I do making way less matter. money. Right? And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It's just like, I'm just pretending like the numbers are, the numbers are meaningless. Like what, what actually matters is like the people that you're. Helping. Your ability to create connection is what matters. Yeah. Connection is the foundation of my business. Always has been yeah. more than strategy more than any of these things. Like, yes, the strategy is there. We have to have it. Like, I feel like everything I'm saying is like a yes and we also, but like, seriously, it is obsessing about strategy over building deep connection with your audience is pointless. It's like women who come to me and they've been taking like, figuring out how to master click funnels. I'm like, okay, (laughs) why are we doing this right now? You have not even had a 10K month. I know. My thoughts on all that is like... with your audience. I was like, I'm like, let me connect to the... Let me get... Let me 
let people see how valuable what I am offering is. And then I'm going to hire someone who's going to set up the click funnels for me. Once I'm like further along in my business and like do all like that's the stuff I don't need to do right this second. And it keeps us paralyzed and in fear because then we get overwhelmed, not understanding a system. And we're, we're not even on the same floor of the building as our purpose. Yeah. 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 We're here to make an impact. That should be the first priority as we're making decisions, especially early on. Like I always wish on Instagram, like they would just delete followers and and I had that thought last night. I was like, what if we everything like how amazing would it be if you just go to this like platform where you can like get educated and it's not a competition. You don't have anxiety over who's liking what, who's following what, but you're providing value. You're getting value. Like, but then that well, then, but that's not what they want. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I'm saying that that's like the, that's the dream, right? Is like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter. The optics don't matter. It's the it's the impact. It's just the impact. And then remember that, like, as your impact grows, like everything else gets to come with it. Or later, you decide, hey, I really want to expand my audience. But it's like, I hear women who aren't making any money saying they want to expand your audience. I'm like, your audience isn't the problem, babe. You are. Yeah. We need to center you. This is not like, I also feel like we create these delusions around Instagram where it's like somehow the audience is the problem. I'm like, this does not make any sense. I never focused on that. I never cared about how many people were following me. I never was like, oh my God, I'm in front of the wrong audience. Yes. We want to expand our voice. Course, like this is where you know, being but, on podcast, but like, yeah, exactly. And that's why I feel like with, with me that the fact that I started this pot, the podcast, just speaking from my heart, I did zero plans to monetize it, did not care, like, with no plans to grow my audience, like, it was all organic. And I think that 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 is what made it feel so good. And I think that's also what attracted people to it was it was like you can sense that versus like. Yeah, an engine. An engine, right. Right. I agree, but that's connection. Yeah. And you have definitely been moving from a place of connection. I don't know if you use those words, but observing you, I feel like that's one of the most important things like in your life and your brand. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why also like a big, you know, piece of what I want to do is like the in-person connection. And I'm running some of these manifestation workshops and I don't, because I talked to you about like, I can do things that not every, you know, coach out there is doing because it feels good with me. And it's a way that I want to connect with people. Yeah. And like, it doesn't have to be some templated version of like how to grow your business. Like it's do it in the way that feels good. And with like, when you're coming from a place of wanting to build that connection of wanting to help of wanting to transform of wanting to provide value, then all those other things start falling into place. They will fall into place. I, but I do feel that this is a newer way of doing business. Yeah. From what I've seen, because I had to consciously opt out of all that other stuff. No one was like, Oh, Jocelyn, your life's going to be easier. If you opt out of it. I I was just like, I don't care what these people say. I'm not doing that. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. I had a coach reflect to me once. She was like, your naivete in the coaching industry really served you. 
I remember you told me that. And I loved that because it's like, that was something, a piece of advice that you gave me, which was like, almost like, don't look at what all the other coaches are doing. Like if you didn't know anything, what would you do? Yeah. Like, I love that because I want to do it a different way, but then I'm like, shoot, that's not how you you do this. It's like, well, well we assume because people made money doing something that must be the only way, but it's programmed. I, know, I, I remember like, I was like, Justin, I don't want to do one of those videos that's like pointing at things. And you're like, then don't. <laughs> I don't do them. Yeah. No, I know. But I'm like, but everyone else does it. And it's like, no, we don't. We it's yeah. You, you do it your own way. You can you do, do it your, it own, your way. own way. It's, it's the wild west out there too. <laughs> There's a lot of messaging, but it's just, we have to remember too, that like everything has the opportunity to become programming or we can, I don't, this is why we can't chase other people's numbers. We have to move based on alignment because if you chase someone else's numbers, you're going to be building their empire, not yours. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. yeah. You have to go where is in alignment. And the most important thing for me with clients is helping everyone get to their own place of flow because we are not carbon copies. No. And what might excite the hell out of me might be horrifying to you. And like, who cares? You're not here. Like, I don't need my clients to do what I do. Not even, I don't even mean I'm in the category, but just the way that I do things. Like to me, what's so exciting and being able to see so much around my clients and like their capacity and potential and what will be vibey for them. Like, obviously it's a co-creation, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like when I talk to people, I get a lot of ideas around, I am very intuitively connected to people. Like I'm like that in all parts of my life. So yeah, but that's part of the fun, like not turning out like these robots who are clearly like all coached by Jocelyn Kelly Reed. Like that's a weird energy. Yeah. Yeah. I am not into like the culty vibes and coaching or spirituality. No, no. It's funny. Like I, um, I got, I was targeted by a coach and she reached out and it was the same strategy that I had been taught. And I was like, Oh, haha, I know what's going on, <laughs> going on here. No response. But I'm like, this, this has like, like what you just said, like, it was like, this is the I know who coached you. I know this. Like you are, you are a, I don't want to say like mini, but you're, you are literally like just copying, pasting someone else's. Yeah. Like that doesn't, I don't want to do that. And it's funny to me because we step into these spaces for freedom and then by accident, immediately step into getting back in the box. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you're copying someone's stuff, like thing, then you, you, you feel like you always, you're always chasing that. You're always signing up for another course. You're it's always energy like, that feels like, like I can't do it on my own. And it's like, it's, I, I actually was just, um, did a podcast on this because it's kind of like what we teach children too. Is like, we, a lot of like schooling and everything is teaching children. Like you need to look it up in the dictionary or oh like, gosh. It needs to be cited or it needs to be like do a book report. It's like, we're, we don't teach them to think for themselves. There is this reel going around that I did love positive aspects of social media, that basically was saying like nothing about school teaches you how to make money. School teaches you how to be a factory worker. Right. And just like, this is why I'm kind of conflicted about having children. I'm like, 
what am I going to do? I don't believe in any of this stuff. But I'm going to be the parent. Like my kids need to go to school. Like it's so complicated. But you, can, I, because you can teach them at home. Like, and by teach them is just like, encourage them to think for themselves that their ideas are more valuable than the things that are cited in books. Yeah. I'm like, I don't believe in any of this stuff. I went to Ivy League school. I did all the things. I'm grateful to my parents who clearly, <laughs> like, you know, supported me in getting there. But it also just helped me get to here, which is I'm like, this is all program. Like, what is this? Yeah. It's the whole, have you Everyone's read the- dying and slaving away over memorizing and regurgitating and re-spinning facts. But, and it's fine, right? It's not like even like what, yeah, it's just something someone said. But no one teaches you how to invest your money. Mm-hmm. No one teaches you how to like, I don't know, cook for yourself if you don't know how to cook or like just do life. What actually goes into buying a house? What you should be prepared for? Like things that we end up fumbling along while having invested some people hundreds of thousands of dollars in their education. I know. And then or you don't know how to invest in the stock market. Or how about just that you should seek happiness, that you should do things that you love doing, that like... <laughs> it's wild. I mean, I remember one good thing, one thing my dad said to me, and also we're in a different era too. You know, it's just interesting. It's like, I knock education some, then I look at my own family and my dad very much landed where he is so much due to his like commitment to his education, you know? And it's a little, so I don't want to be like, you can't fully knock any one thing. Well, it's it's also like, you can't knock people who were raised that way too. Like, it's like, it's all. Or like, I understand why someone who wants to be a heart surgeon, sure as shit needs to go to medical school. Yeah. Oh, no, of course. But I'm talking about like or whatever it is. But do they want to be a heart surgeon because that's what they really want to do? Or is it because that they think that that's what success is? Because there are for the people who do like there are people we need some people need to want to 100%. But but I think we need people who want to do it. Right. And it's, that's very different than someone who's like pushed to go that way because like, these very society or whatever parents or like, I don't want that heart surgeon who, who like hates his job. No, there's also a lot of weird things happening in the medical space. And there's, there's physicians burnout too, because they like, and yeah, I mean, doing drugs and performing surgery. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I hear crazy, crazy stories from that world, but, and like every other world, you know, we're all human. So our stuff's going to leak into every industry, (laughs) no matter what it is. But yeah, I mean, I remember my dad said, do what you want and the money will come. And that was like the things he said that to me. And then also he would always tell me the time is now. And I had no idea what he was talking about. Clearly look at me now. I'm always like, the time is now. Let's go. And I'm like, oh, because you know, he was a self-made entrepreneur. So like, you're always leaning against an edge. You're always. I, you know, I used to hate the quote, do what you want and the money will come. It made me so upset. And it triggered me obviously, because I was like, not doing something that I truly wanted to do. And I'm like, but I'm, I chose this and it's like lucrative and I, and I love a lot of aspects of it, but I don't believe in the, like, do what you want in the money. And now I'm like, okay, I get it. 
Right. And it's not that like you just do what you want and then sit back, you know, always oh, action, yes. always the yes. same. Yeah. But it was almost like it didn't fully register with me until it really did. Like I never was triggered, but I, it was just there. It was almost like a, uh, something that just been got put on the back burner, <laughs> you know, like a thought that was on the back burner, which was the same thing as the time is now. And then as I was stepping into the things, I was like, Oh, I get it. Because, you know, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs think very, especially successful ones, think very differently than most people. Yeah. You know, you see the world. There's this ability to see into the future, even if this you don't realize you're doing it, like an awareness I've had recently is like, it's like there's this ability to like see into the future when the future isn't here. Mm-hmm. And most people don't think that way do and shut it down or like afraid to, because if you think about anything, you know, we're here being like, create your dream. Like so much of my business is like energy and magic and like all the, I know they're real, but it's like, have there been a hundred other people before thousands of other people before me to prove that it's true? No, but like you keep going anyway, because anyone who, I mean, there are like, of course, people have studied the quantum field and like this, all this kind of stuff, but it's still relatively new. And you're always going to deliver it a different way than even any of those people. But like anyone who's invented, like no one knew they needed the iPhone until they had one. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like so right. much of what we like, oh my gosh, what was that? Oh, who was that guy? I can't remember. I heard the best quote though, that it was it from Tom Ford. Like, it was some guy who invented, I don't know, like the, the, the first car or something. I can't remember who it was or what he said. Yeah. It was also equivalent of like, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have told me a faster horse. But like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That quote, yeah. you know, yeah. you yeah. don't even know. So you yeah. have to like, so those people of all of us are innovating, are checking in with most people on what's possible. Good totally. luck. Totally. No, I know. I, I the, just on this subject, just because my husband and I were talking about it. I remember um, in like high school being like, what's going to come after the DVD? Is it going to be like this small? It's like just little did I even think that everything was, would be in the cloud. Like, yeah, you're like, it's just going to be nothing. It's just going to exist in a cloud. Yeah, like, like that just, there was no, it was like, oh no, the DVD has to become so small. It's like the size of your fingernail. And then it's like, that makes no like sense. Like we don't have any, we don't like, have any, anything physical. But we are doing this too. We're just doing it in different ways. Like all of this creating, we create businesses based on, so, you know, let's say we're in the business of helping people. It doesn't really matter what you do. Those concept applies. We are creating businesses based on our belief in human potential. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. And then it gets to be different. Yeah. And we do it ourselves and help other people do it. But that's, that is futuristic. Mm-hmm. You know, not based on technology. We're in our technology era now. Obviously, there's people leading the way with that. But now we're evolving even further than that, you know, because people are, I think technology will continue to evolve and keep going. But I think there are so many people are so overly programmed and moving like robots. Now there's, um, you know, those of us who are like, okay, guys, like wake up from the matrix. Yeah. Let's splash some cold water on this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
we need to get back to like creating our life and not being like slaves to yeah, like yeah, that's exactly it. Creating versus letting life happen to you. Yeah, but in a way, it's futuristic because through even you know we had what is it called? We're like all the trains and cars. Sorry, my brain is the industrial revolution. Yes, thank you. (laughs) The industrial revolution. We're in our technology revolution, right? There's been all these phases as, you know, humans evolve, et cetera. And I believe that right now we're almost in like an energy. I don't know what the words are, but it's like an energy revolution where we're like, oh, we can collapse time. Oh, we can like heal our bodies through changing our brains or, oh, like it's, it's going. Totally. No, um, Dawson, I, I do these, my dad and I sit down and we do these, um, uh, predictions for 10 years. And we just looked over our 10 years and um, a lot of, I put, um, female president. Um, so I was like close to that one, but, um, <laughs> and then we, we had like, we said, um, fingerprints at the airport instead of passports that didn't happen. But one of the things that, and then we just did ours, this was like the last time I was with them. So a couple of weeks ago, um, what's going to happen in 10 years. And one of the first thing I wrote is that manifestation will be mainstream and taught in school. And I am like, I, I love want that. to. Okay, I can send my kids to your manifestation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but <laughs> I want to be, to be taught in public schools. Like I think something along just teaching the power of belief and the power of controlling like the things that happen in your life and believing that you do have that power. Like if we can just instill that in the minds of children, the world will be a a totally different place. And I believe that like telepathy is real. Like I was interviewed earlier about my experience doing something else. And all of a sudden I just had this thought around like, Oh, how did it impact my relationship with food? And I didn't even see it. And in the comments, this woman wrote like, Oh, after you did your activation, how did it change your relationship to food? I was like, what? And I was talking and I looked over and saw, she said that. And I was like, here well, we go. They, they've just proven like they took it, is real. They t- well, they took the um they c- they can actually read brainwaves and now turn them into words. Really? They just did a study on um a guy who was completely immobile, paralyzed, and they're able to like read that when he says like water, they can like the, the wow. machine will read water. So like brainwaves do turn into like there's something there that I think telepathy or at least being able to turn thoughts into words through a machine or something will be. I think it's real. I've just experienced it more in like a psychic sense. This is why I love so much of like the energy side of my work too, because these things just turn on so much more. So I feel like this is where we're going and we are the type of like this is why I call it like new earth leadership. Even if that sounds too woo for you, like this is what's happening. Yeah. You're leading yeah. the way in that. Yeah. It's not mainstream right now. Not even close. No, no. It might feel like it's us because we're, you know, in the spiritual, but trust, go around in your community. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> but it is, it is, um, it is like people are more interested in. They are than they were, I think, five years ago. And as they watch you create your life, they're like, wait a minute, what's going on? You know, because you become your own walking testimonial and then people get interested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I love this. I could talk about this all day, clearly. 
I know. Is this going to be like a two-hour podcast? <laughs> well, fine. Probably because I'm not very into high edit. Um, Well, Julia, thank you so much. So for anyone who's considering working with me, joining the cohort, what would you have to share? I mean, well, just do it. And um, I think just from my experience, like everything we're talking about, there's never going to be the right time. Like don't wait because of X, Y, Z, because you know, you're waiting until the new year or you're waiting until, you know, the, you have this amount in your savings or you like, just do it now. There's never going to be, what did your dad say? What's his comment or what's this saying? He's always says the time is now. Time is now. And that, that's the, the thing that I'm, um, I think resonates with me the most in this is like, cause I just kept pushing off this thing that I knew I wanted to do. And as soon as I made that commitment, as soon as I went all in and, and joined, like, I mean, it was the best decision because it really, it's what propelled me to actually like do it. And, and now and, you're doing it and, and now I'm doing it. it and I, and it's so fun and it feels so right in every way. I, I love it. it. Thank you so much. Okay. So I will obviously leave your links and episode notes. Do you have anything coming up or anything that you'd like to share? Um, no, I mean, right now. Yeah. If, if anyone listening is interested in, um, you know, going deeper on manifestation and, and, um, and creating a life, this is outside of just money or, or finances or career, like just if you're missing that purpose and you're missing that meaning. And I always say this, but like for so long, I was like, I know the world isn't seeing the best of me. I know that this is not Julia Martin, the Julia Martin legacy that I want to leave, but I didn't know what was missing. And I just no, oh, I was like that for so long. Before yeah. And it's like, it's, 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 you can't, and it's like, well, I don't even know what I want to manifest because I don't know what's missing, but I just, I know that this is not everything that I want to give. So if anyone's feeling like they're in that place and not necessarily like have a business or anything, but they just are looking in life, that weird in life, in life. For, I, I work with a lot of women who, you know, it's like, they don't know what it is that they want and they don't want to be a coach or anything, but they just, they, they're missing that purpose and meaning. And, um, so reach out to me if that's, if that's you. Oh, but it's so funny. Cause you had asked me if I ever like, like I've never deleted any part of my Instagram. And I'm yeah. like, why would I do that? It's like deleting me. <laughs> like, yeah. no. And I was scrolling back. And also sometimes I like you to see how fucking far I've come just because I can see my own energy. And I remember where yeah. I was at yeah. and like the old places that I lived and where I traveled. I don't know why anyone does that. I would never do that. Like, yeah, it's like a visual library of things I was doing before. And also like, there's, you know, like go see what I was like before, but it's interesting because even as I was looking, I was, you know, I was very much focused more on interior design and that kind of, because that's what I was doing before. And I looked back and I looked back and I looked back and I remembered so much and what I was feeling. And I had this like really strong awareness come through. I was like, you were and the way, and then it just, the way I always felt in life, the way I always felt in the world, the way I always felt kind of different, the way that I was like included, but also felt like 
other, like, as I realized, like, I'm just not as mainstream as most people. I just didn't know that what it was. And then I was like, oh, you were always a visionary. You just didn't know what the vision was. Mm. Like I could see it in myself. And oh, the way I, just, I feel like you should quote yourself on that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It you felt were always really a visionary. Emotional. You don't know. And I think a lot of, I think most, I actually, I'm throwing this out there. I think everyone in this planet is a visionary. They just don't know what the vision is. Most yeah. people. And you have to get curious to find out. Yeah. And yeah. for me, the motivation was to feel good. I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. I want to feel good everywhere. I know. I it's know. so funny. And like, the whole reason I have this business, like this all started because I just wanted to feel good. I know. And it was just my journey to stepping into what feels good over and over and over mm-hmm. that landed me here. Mm-hmm. And then I would go teach the things that like I figured out to help yeah. me, you know, feel good internally or feel good with money or feel wherever. Yeah. Have everything be easier or feel more fully. Yeah. Like it's so, but all of the motivation was originally just, it was like my journey with manifestation and healing was literally just based on desiring to feel good. Yeah. Yeah. My name literally means happy or in some languages, joy. I'm like, that's what I want. <laughs> I know. Wow. It, Jocelyn does? Yeah. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Because I'm like, no wonder I'm always like, life gets to be better and better. Let's not it does. make it hard. It does. It does. Yeah, this does. be a little easier. Like, you know, I just really, I aspire to, like, I desire joy. That's yeah. what I like. Yeah. yeah. It hasn't always been joyful. The journey has been getting there. But everybody does. Everybody, like, yeah. you, you think it's about the thing or the money or the love, but it's no, you want to be happy. You want to yeah. feel joyful. Like, that is the human experience that we all want. I'm like, if you just start there, but people will anchor so deeply into the tangible part. I'm like, yeah. No, if you anchor into the feeling from all the different, like, the tangible parts will come. Exactly. Exactly. And also you won't enjoy them if you're not happy on the inside anyway. So who cares? Yeah. And so we like get straight with yeah. you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So, okay. Well, I'm going to leave your links for your podcast. Is your website up? Um, you know what? It will be. I'm actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm, fi- I'm finishing it right now. Um, just incorporating some of the things that, uh, that Emily shared. So I'm just so happy. It's such an honor to have you. You're such a powerful manifester. And it's just so clear how you really care. You know, you're not just like, I'm just going to go like regurgitate this and I want to make money. And like, like you really, your heart is in this, you know? And I feel like sometimes you can see that. Oh, it's so obvious. Sometimes like, you know how you were saying that you actually desire to learn from someone who was maybe a little earlier. Cause I yeah. think sometimes we can get to a certain place where people get a little jaded and it just is like a business and like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do not desire to get there. Like, I don't think I would create a business that felt like that, but it happens often, you know, yeah. when you're doing the same thing for so over and or it's like yeah. being a celebrity and everyone's been coming up to you every day on the street. You're like, get yeah. away from me. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. 
So, but I still, I desire no matter how big my brand gets to have, like, I need to have heart in my business, you know? Yeah. If the goal is always joy, of course, like things will evolve and change. But anyway, point being, I really love that you, it's just very obvious, you know, and that you are clearly like, I don't know. You just, I've worked with a lot of people. So it's very easy for me to see the energy of like what, I don't even mean me coach. I mean like me being mentored, et cetera, of like the kind of space someone will actually be able to hold, you know? Yeah. And I feel like you really have that. And it's like one of the things that I make, I feel makes such a phenomenal leader is the ability to like, not just churn people through a process, yeah. but like hold space for the journey. Yeah. Well, thank you. That means a lot, especially of coming course. from <laughs> that is, that is, um, I wouldn't be doing this if it didn't feel aligned with my heart. And it really, yeah. it really does. Like I, I love, love, love this mission and like the, the idea of helping people in this world be happier like that. I can't think of anything that feels better than that. I know. I agree. <laughs> All right, Julia. All right. So much. And I will talk to you next week too, because we have. Yes. Wait, or no, this week. Is it this week? Today's been a little bit of a while. I don't even know what date it is. Oh, it's November 1st. Okay. (laughs) Yes, this week. I will talk to you soon. Okay, talk to you soon, Jocelyn. Bye. Hey, gorgeous. I hope you enjoyed the show. A reminder that early bird for the goal and sell for the cohort is now open. Oh my gosh. And I can't believe I forgot to say this earlier. I am only holding five spaces for early bird pricing for the goal and sell because the goal and sell is already so juicy and includes so much, but I like rewarding women who go fast. So I have five spaces available for the early bird pricing, which is where you receive 444 off and everything else that is included that I mentioned earlier in the show inside the container that you can also read about on my sales page. So be sure to get in touch with me to apply now. And yes, that savings will go to the first five women who joined during the early bird window. So I'm really excited. The cohort is such a vibe. The results continue to just be phenomenal. And I hope you enjoyed the show. And Julia is such a gem, obviously. I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you. And let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.